بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا فما بعد my brothers and sisters first one this question which I'm going to answer just now was asked by one of my very dear friends who just completed Hajj so first of all let me wish all the Hajjaj a beautiful hajj may allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give you hajjul mabrur may allah accept your hajj and and free you from sin as allah promised as you were on the day you were born may allah accept all your ibadat may allah accept all your duas may allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give you whatever you asked him with khair and afia and may allah subhanahu wa ta'ala add to that from his generosity and grace the um, question that my brother asked me and i'm repeating his question because there are one or two words that he used which i think are important for us to think about one is he said that uh, as usual and we we all know this um, in mina and then in arafa and in muzdalifa there were arguments in the group about the shortening of uh, prayers and the combining of prayer so between the, the issue of khasar and jam Uh, the there were arguments and and counter arguments and somebody says do this and somebody said do that and uh, the group was mainly hanafi and in some other group you, which have, which would have been shafi you would have had the similar arguments and so forth so on and so forth and my uh, friend said uh, uh, the four sects so he used this term sects now and and he asked me what is the what is the right thing to do now first and foremost let me explain one thing which is that in islam speaking of sects um the four madhabs uh, the madhab of imam abu hanifa imam ash-shafi imam ahmad bin hanbal and imam malik uh, bin anas rahmatullah alayhim ajma'in may allah be pleased with all of them uh, and may allah have mercy on all of them these are not sects these are all of them are sunni ahlu sunnah wal jamaa which are the followers of the sunnah of rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam now in that sunnah of rasulullah so therefore there are they are not four sects they are all one now why the differences because the differences are because of um the dalail the proofs that each of those imams had and used for their rulings which they made on various issues now why why did they have a different opinion because rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam did different things in different ways number 1 and number 2 because the narrators of the ahadith the people who conveyed what rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam said or did uh, which were preferred over other narrators by each of the imams was different now this does not mean that one of them one of the imams is wrong and the other one is right so the first and foremost thing that i want to explain to you and i want you to understand this and and stop confusing yourself uh and may allah forgive you and me stop confusing others which is that the four madhabs we call them also maslak uh are all one they are not four sects number one and then why is it important because 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala specifically prohibited, Allah prohibited us from creating sects. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, وَعْتَسِمُوا بِحَبْلِ اللَّهِ جَمِيعًا وَلَا تَفَرَّقُوا Allah did not say, لَا, ت- لا تَخْتَلِفُوا Allah did not say, Allah said, hold on to the, hold the rope of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala firmly, all of you, and do not create sects, do not create divisions. Allah did not say, do not disagree. So, we understand from this that to disagree in a matter of religion and disagree is not people like me and you. It is not people who, who, who are not uh, scholars, people who do not have the uh, enough knowledge to be able to agree or disagree. Right? Um, we are talking about scholarly disagreements between scholars who have the knowledge to be able to agree and disagree. To be able to agree or disagree, you must have knowledge of all the evidence that points to a particular uh, matter. And then you must know all the evidence that goes against the evidence that you have. Only then can you say, I agree with this and I disagree with that. If you do not have this kind of comprehensive knowledge of the evidence on both sides of an issue, then you are really not qualified either to agree or to disagree. So stay out of it. Stay completely out of it. One of the easiest ways to understand this is to go into the area of medical science. Diagnosis by doctors, diagnosis by uh, surgeons, physicians can be done and there can be a disagreement or a difference of opinion on the diagnosis by whom? Between doctors. Right? I am not a doctor. Can I go and disagree with the, with the uh, diagnosis of a doctor? No. Because I do not have the knowledge to be able to either agree or disagree with the diagnosis of a doctor because I am not a doctor. I am not a physician. So exactly the same logic applies. A ordinary garden variety uh, lizard, I mean uh, Muslim, does not have the knowledge to be able to disagree or agree with any ruling of any of the imams of fiqh, whether it is Imam Abu Hanifa, Imam Shafi, Imam Malik, Imam Ahmad, whoever it is, we can neither agree nor disagree. So, first and foremost, understand this. So, getting into arguments about this, about any matter of fiqh, fiqh getting into arguments about we should do this, we should not do that, is an exercise in jahalat, it's an exercise in ignorance, it's an exercise in futility, it's an exercise in foolishness, and it is something which is which then opens up, opens us up to the um, to the, the wasavis and the misguidance of shaitan. So stay far away. Now, what must you do? What you must do is talk to an alim, talk to somebody who has knowledge. And follow what he says. Don't do fatwa shopping. Don't go from one alim to another alim to another alim until you find somebody who will sing your tune. Please, don't do that. Fear Allah and fear the meeting with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Our only purpose of seeking a ruling, our only purpose, the only valid, legitimate, permissible purpose to seek a ruling or to seek a an opinion on a matter is to understand which is the best way to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala.
there can be and should be no other reason to ask a question from a religious scholar, from an Islamic scholar, uh, for any matter. To ask questions, to look for loopholes, to ask questions, to legitimize something which you know to be wrong, this is from the misguidance of shaitan. Stay far away from this. Right? Uh, stay very far away from this. So, um, what must we do? Therefore, we, we as ordinary normal people, we must follow. The four imams that I mentioned to you are, today as we know, these are the four imams of, uh, of the Ahl-Sunnah wal-Jama'ah, uh, who are, alhamdulillah, every single one of them is equally reliable and the job of somebody like me is to follow one of them. Now, does following one of them, what does it mean if I follow Imam Abu Hanifa, for example? Do I then have to say or should I say that Imam Shafi is wrong, Imam Malik is wrong, Imam Ahmad is wrong, Rahmatullah and their rulings are, are false and that you should not follow, I am telling everybody else, uh, if, I, if I go around telling everybody else, don't follow Imam Shafi, don't pray behind somebody, don't pray behind a Shafi Imam, don't pray behind a humble Imam. Don't pray behind a Maliki Imam. He prays with his hands to the side, to by his sides. He does not fold his hands, right? Your salah behind so and so is invalid. Believe me, if you are doing that, you are a agent of Shaitan. As simple as that, right? You are, you are an agent of Shaitan. What must we do? We must follow whichever Imam we would like to follow, and we must keep our mouth shut about everybody else. Alhamdulillah, all of the Imams are on Haqq, they are all on the truth, every single one of them can be followed and they are followed by whoever wants to follow them, leave them alone. You follow whichever Imam you want to follow, right? Alhamdulillah. Now, question usually asked is, if I am a Hanafi, if I am following Imam Abu Hanifa, then if there is a uh, ruling that Imam Shafi did, uh, should I follow that ruling or not? The simple question is that if you are following one imam, follow that imam. I don't say it is haram to follow any other imam. It is not haram. And in some cases where a ruling may apply to you uh, more, which is a ruling from another imam, inshallah, this is okay to do that. However, to go shopping from one imam to another imam in order to find rulings that are convenient, this is something which can only lead to misguidance, right? I'll give you a very simple example. And the simple example is in, uh, with regard to wudu. Now, among the uh, things which invalidate the wudu, which take the wudu away, which means you, are, you no longer have wudu, your wudu is broken, right? There is a difference of opinion between the Hanafi madhab and the Shafi madhab. In the Hanafi madhab, if you uh, touch your wife uh, without desire, right? If you happen to shake her hand or something or you, you know, pat her on the back or whatever it is, your wudu is, is safe. Your wudu has not broken. In the Shafi Madhab, if you touch any woman, including, of course, obviously you are not supposed to touch any other woman, but I am saying that if you touch your wife with or without desire, your wudu breaks. So now what do you do? Which, uh, which Madhab are you going to follow? So you, supposing you say, I follow the Shafi Madhab for, for whatever reason, right? For example, shortening of Salah uh, while traveling, for example, combining of Salah while traveling, which in the Hanafi Madhab, it's a little bit more tough. Uh, you want to follow the Shafi Madhab. And then when it comes to this issue of Wudu, 
you say no no but my 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 budu is in get intact this is playing games this would be playing games with the deen of allah subhanahu wa taala which is highly highly not recommended so please follow one imam uh, and as i said as a as a matter of exception if you have to follow some ruling from another imam alhamdulillah don't invent your own rulings you are not the imam <clears throat> and don't follow some other your your friend or your your sheikh or your you you know your maulvi or whoever uh, who gives you a ruling which is uh, from his uh, understanding no follow one of these four inshallah uh, don't fall don't say i don't follow anybody don't say i i i follow the hadith for a very simple reason can you say that if somebody says i follow the quran and sunnah is that a valid statement depends on who is saying it depends on who is saying it if the person saying it is qualified to say it then this statement is a valid statement right not only is it a valid statement for somebody at that level they are supposed to follow the quran and sunnah meaning that they are supposed to extract their own rulings now even if those rulings and those rulings will be in accordance with the imam of one mazhab or the other this person who is following is expected to know the entire way in which this ruling was extracted and evolved and arrived at and follow that ruling for that reason not because imam abu hanifa said it or imam shafi said it tawdullahi right now that is for people of a certain level of uh, scholarship it's not for everybody if somebody is saying i follow the quran it's like saying, it's like somebody saying i you know i i i i diagnose myself and i uh, prescribe medicines for myself and i do uh, self medication uh, because i follow uh, this book of pharmacology yeah, that doesn't make sense my brothers and sisters you cannot follow a book of pharmacology unless you have the knowledge to understand what is pharmacology most of us don't do that so don't say that you follow nobody you follow the kitab and you of everybody follows the kitab and sunnah that obviously yeah, let's understand that if someone says i follow the kitab and sunnah what do you think imam abu, imam abu, somebody following imam abu, abu hanifa for example he is following who shaitan he is also following kitab and sunnah so kita, following kitab and sunnah is a, a standard prescription if somebody is not following the kitab and sunnah then that person is following shaitan we are we we, we are not with them so but following kitab and sunnah obviously means that we follow kitab and sunnah with knowledge with understanding and that cannot happen unless we have that level of knowledge ourselves so follow one imam stick to that imam alhamdulillah do not criticize any other imam do not criticize anyone following any other imam in a case of uh, exceptional case if you have to use the ruling of another imam alhamdulillah no problem for example you are hanafi in the hanafi mazhab there is no combining of salah there is qasr but there is no jam but you are traveling and you are in the situation where there is no way that you can pray that salah on its time and you want to combine alhamdulillah please go ahead and do it but don't make it into a shopping game like going to the mall pick pick something from this shop pick something from that shop and no please don't do that because don't play games with the deen i hope this is clear as far as the issue of uh, of of uh, following imams and and so on is concerned we ask allah subhanahu wa taala uh, and and of course i will answer the rest of the question in the next further reminder uh, we ask allah subhanahu wa taala to accept our uh, practice of deen and to be pleased with it 
and never to be displeased and to guide us and to not allow us to misguide ourselves and not allow shaitan to misguide us.